So uh, we're back to talking with me, talking with Clayton. And we, we kind of covered a lot of things in the last two installments of this. Um, but we kind of thought it was best uh, before we moved on to getting actual real guests. We thought maybe we'd just do a little bit of a little bit of Q&A, questions and answers, um, some things from some friends and some family. But um, we have our uh, creative producer at the table and uh, just had some questions, I guess. I think one of the things I'd like for you to talk about is the stages of the transformation of the last three and a half years. So, you know, you, you find yourself, you know, so the question was, what are some of the, the changes, transformational stages in the last, you know, three and a half years? You know, you're, you're supposed to change. You know, thing, things that are alive change. Mm-hmm. You know, as a, as a Christian, you, you grow uh, fruit, right? Right. Uh, you grow... Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And, and so hopefully you see over the course of a year, two years, five years, ten years, you, you see change. You see growth. And um, and since I, I've been, you know, a kid, you know, the dopey years, uh, since I was 20 and a, and a young professional actor, I've, I've changed so, so much. And I thought in those moments, in the moments, that I was good. But I've changed so much in the last three and a half years. I'm so much more compassionate than I used to be. I'm so much more uh, understanding and loving and patient and joyful. So much more than I used to be that I actually wish I was this guy three years ago, four years ago, 20 years ago. Um, when you get that close to understanding your own mortality, whether you've, you had a heart attack or a car accident or something that has, has brought you that close to death, it, that changes who you are. Because you're no longer living uh, this life, you're, you're living to stay alive. And you have to get real okay with dying. You have to get there pretty quick. So um, I, I found myself over, over the first six months kind of coming to the end of myself. So just getting out of the hospital, I, I was okay. I was okay dying. Uh, I didn't want. I didn't want to die. If it was all the same, I'd, I'd, I'd rather stay here. I'd rather be here. But but I I got okay dying, if that's what God wanted to do. Uh, there was nothing left unsaid. There was nothing left to do. Um, there was no you know, big sins to confess. There was, there was nothing. I was good. I could die. And I can say that three and a half years later, I'm still good. I keep really short lists with people and especially with God. One of the, sh- the strangest things that happens is, is after suffering... Uh, loss of your own health, loss of your mother, loss of your father, loss of their house, so quickly you kind of learn, I suppose you learn how to deal with loss so much better. And so so there's so much stuff now that I'm okay just getting rid of. Um, Life is so different 
so there's so many things in life that are so much more important than they used to be. But only a couple things. But there's so much more things in life that, that aren't near as important as they used to be. Tell me what the couple things are. So the, the most important things, really, and I, this is not to sound Sunday schoolish, but the most important thing is, is my relationship and my knowledge of God. That's the most important thing, is I want to be in his presence on this earth every day. Mm-hmm. I want to understand his word better. I want, I want to be in conversations with him more. But really more than, more than that or, or equal to that is I want to know his people better. And, and, and I think relationships are just so much more important. I, I hope if you asked my real close relationships, they would say that I'm a different person. Uh, hopefully they would say I was a better person. Hopefully my wife would say that I'm a better husband. I'm certainly more attentive. I'm around more. Um, I'm invested in the, in the marriage more. Hopefully my kids would say that I'm a better dad, um, better, better friend. You know, I, I hope that's, that's the hope. But, you know, a lot of people would say, um, a lot of people would say, you know, if, if you're drifting or if you don't hear from God, uh, guess, guess who moved? He moved. Um, or guess who moved? You, you, you moved because God doesn't move to the left or to the right. God, God's always there. And so if you feel a distance, you moved. But I, I'm here to tell you that God, God moved on me. He moved. But he didn't move to the left or the right. God, God moved down. And so in order for me to catch him, I had to go deeper. And so my, my walk, my relationship, my, my life is a deeper relationship than it used to be. So that really is that, that change. And, and, and because of that, you know, there's some of the things that I've wrestled with, you know, pride, rebellion, and shame. I, I really don't wrestle with those anymore. And, and that's that I'm saying I'm, I'm sinless. I still sin every day, some, sometimes pretty big. But, but man, God really kind of took out a lot of that pride and rebellion and, and even the shame. It's, a lot of that is just not really something that I worry about anymore. You know, what's interesting, too, is, is, is with those things gone, a lot of the fear is gone, too. I, I really don't have fears as much. Um, I, I fear, uh, I guess, calamity to my family. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, there's, there, there really is nothing to fear anymore. So th- those have been some, some pretty big changes. Yeah. I've certainly been able to see them. Yeah. Yeah, I think people that are, you know, people that are that close to you and that, that know you that well, see see the change and I, I hope um, you know I don't want to draw too too many analogies but I, I hope that after three years of trying to go back to normal I hope I've I've moved on from trying to be normal and that I'm I'm starting to look for the new instead of going back to the good that it was to plow forward to to the great that it can be and uh so that's why there's there's a lot of changes in life right now for me. That's one of the things people always want to know too is would you go back? Would you do it do it different? Yeah. So I would say I I would do absolutely everything different. Which is why I'm so glad that I can't go back. Because if I was able to change anything, I would change everything. Mm-hmm. And if I changed anything, it would change everything. And I'm so grateful and content and settled with 
today. I really do have a remarkable life. Even through the, through the brokenness and the sin and the, the mistakes, even through the, the losses of the last couple of years, I still have a really charmed life. Um, I have a great marriage. I have great kids. I have a great community. I have three or four great communities. I have great work. I have a great calling. Um, I'm really grateful and settled with who I am and what I have. I don't need, I don't want. Um, and I don't know if that's, that's common for a 47-year-old young fellow like myself or not. I don't know if that's common for somebody that's, that's been through what I've been through. And it sounds really kind of cocky and arrogant, but, you know, I like who I am today. I like me. I can't always say that. I, I, I have a root of shame. I've done some shameful things. I have not always liked me. I certainly haven't always loved me. Uh, I understand myself a lot better today. I understand that I'm not great at so many things. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm pretty miserable at most things. But there are a couple of things in life that I am good at. And, and those things I want to do and should do all the time. And, and I find so much fulfillment that, and, and usually it has to do with other people. So it's, it's relational. Um, so I'm, I'm glad I can't go back and undo anything because I would screw it up by changing everything. It's like that, it's like the butterfly effect, right? Have you ever seen that movie? If I could go back and change no. something, it would. But every time you change something, it made things worse. So we should have just left it all alone. But it's like the butterfly effect. You know, if I could go back and change something, I, I, I would, I would, yeah, I probably would. I, I would probably not do some of the things I've done. I would probably do th some of the things that I, I didn't do. I, you know, my parents would still be alive. Of course. Um, but that, you know, that, boy, that changes everything. That's called wisdom. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm really glad I am where I am. There, boy, there was a lot of sadness though getting here. Mm. There's a lot of brokenness getting here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you talked about getting to um, know God on a deeper level, how did you do that? So I, I believe that I, that I'm wired uniquely, and I don't know if it's if it's different than other people. Um, and I certainly don't want to suggest that I'm special, but I, I do think that God talks to me uniquely. Uh, God, God talks to me uniquely through his scripture, right? Mm -hmm. So when I read right. his story, I, I read the fullness of the story. I think God also talks to me in story form. I think God gives me story, uh, things that he, he wants to, to be said. Uh, so there's this great thing that God says about, about King David, right? Um, King David on David's deathbed, uh, God said about King David is that that here was a man who understood his generation and could speak to the men of his times. And I, I would love God to say that about me, that, that I'm a man who understands the times in which we live and I could speak to the men and the women of our generation. Maybe that's 
you know, part of the podcasting thing, right? I mean, this this is how we we learn and and absorb information and entertainment these days, you know. So so I'm grateful to be able to to do this in in this generation. Um, but that's I think that's one of the ways that that I've gotten deeper is, is just by continuing to to listen to God, to understand God, to hear God. Mm-hmm. Um, I've taken off. A lot of the traditional Christian traditions. It sounds weird. But when I was going through my second season of Dark Night of the Soul, being in the hospital, losing my mom, losing my dad, I felt the presence of God with me, but I couldn't hear him. He wasn't talking. And I really wasn't talking either. We kind of had this great passive-aggressive relationship. We were sitting with each other. I was in his presence. We just didn't really have anything to say to each other. Mm-hmm. And so I became okay not doing anything. I became okay just sitting there and watching birds, watching creation, watching, watching God work in other ways. And I got really, really quiet really really silent and uh and it was good and i didn't i didn't read the bible and and i didn't i didn't pray and i didn't talk much about god but that didn't make me less of a believer didn't it didn't just because i wasn't doing the traditional christian Mm -hmm. disciplines didn't make me less worthy of his love because i was still with him uh and so my relationship with him, it felt like it got really, really personal. I had to do it without my mom and dad, mm-hmm. and I had to do it without his scripture, right? And so, so what? So what? 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 What is the thing that you worship? Are you worshiping the God of scripture, or are you worshiping his scripture? Mm. Right. I mean, if I was blind or deaf, could I still be a Christian if I couldn't read or listen to the Bible? Mm. So I, I learned. I learned to worship God in my soul and not through my eyes and my ears, mm-hmm. not through my brain. Uh, that, that was pretty in- incredible just to, to feel him and know he was there no matter what kind of the day I was living. Um, and that also really grounded me in relationships. I, I don't get bent out of shape as much anymore. I, you know, I'm not as bent about politics and my opinion anymore. I, I don't know where we're going. I don't know who's going to be president looks like one guy maybe it's the other guy i don't know and right now my knowledge of it or wisdom of it is completely irrelevant mm-hmm. it doesn't change anything right so once you learn to be silent to be still and be present with god in the day you've really accomplished a lot i mean you know through through COVID and through so much unrest through 2020 and, and thing, things aren't a, a great deal better now that it's 2021. You just really learn the art of making it a great day. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the ways that I've, I've gotten deeper. And, and now I'm really enjoying reading the story of God again, reading uh, his word, the Bible, um, talking to him a little bit more, talking with others about him. I mean, th- these are, these have become some of the greatest joys of my life is just f- 
finding new and fresh and wonderful creative ways to create for the creator. That's just uh, such a fulfilling, wonderful feeling. And, and to talk with other people about God. You know, it's, it's, like, you know, it's, like, it's like when you're, you're a young father and you come home from work, you haven't seen your kids all day, and you, and you walk past their bedroom and, and, and all of your kids, two, two or three of your kids, are in, are in one kid's bedroom and they're, they're bouncing on the, on the bed and then they stop and, and you overhear them talk about how great you are. Those three kids just want to talk about their dad, right? Oh, do you see the fun thing that dad did? Do you think he's going to buy us this thing? Do you remember how, how he said this funny thing last week? They're just, these three kids are just talking these great things about me, right? How great I am and how mysterious I am. Do you think he's going to do this? Do you think he said this? What do you think about this guy? Um, I think I think God feels that sense of pride when we talk great things about him too and that we have wonderful things to say about our father. Mm-hmm. And I just imagine him standing outside the door and listening in on his kids talking about him with great uh, admiration and love. It's a beautiful picture. Yeah. Yeah, which which may be why he said wherever two or three are gathered in my name, mm-hmm. he's he's with us. Maybe maybe what he was actually saying is wherever two or three of my kids are gathered talking great things about me, mm-hmm. I'm there with them. Right. So those you know those are some of the things that I I love to do. Um, I don't know how, but man, I, I you know I wish you could just do that all day every day with just a, a bunch of different people all the time. So so maybe. You know, maybe, you know, doing shows or podcasting is, is, is part of all that fulfillment, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's where I, I'm at and, and kind of one of the, you know, some of the reasons why I want to move forward. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know um, what it sounds like. Here's, here's what I think I do know. I think I think I do know that it is it is my job. It is it is our job to focus on the why. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing it? Right. And let let him focus on or bring to us the the who, the what, the where, the how, the when. Yeah. And uh, if we just if we just do our job, and allow him to do his job, I think a wonderful job can be made. You know, one of the things you learn. Pretty early on in a, in, a, in a dark season or a dark night of the soul, as you, as you learn to get off the throne, you're not the king. Right. You're not God. You didn't create. You can't recreate. But you also learn to get off the cross. You're not the Savior. You can't fix. It's really your job to just do your job, mm-hmm. to love God, love others, and to do the one thing that God created you to do, right? right. And for me, the one thing is to creatively communicate God's stories. And so that's what we hope to do uh, with podcasts. It's what we hope to do with uh, 316 Creative Works as we continue to partner with uh, Faith Theater Company and we continue to partner with artists, businesses, and churches to creatively communicate the gospel of Christ. Hey, thanks for listening to Talking With 316 Creative Work Podcast. Hey, this is Clayton from 316 Creative Works talking about our podcast. Listen, if you like any of this stuff that you saw or you heard, I'm going to give you a couple places where you might find it besides coming in live to the Farmhouse Studios. There's a couple platforms you can find these on. 
Um, <clears throat> so you can check out Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. So for the cheap seats in the back there, let me say this one more time. You can go to Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. You can find it under 316 Podcasts.